Hi, this is Matt Keating from Trill with Wolves, and I'm here to talk with the Enrons about your new favorite song, Daylight Night. Hello and welcome to your new favorite song, podcast brought to you by the Enrons, where each week we will feature a recently released song from an independent artist. I'm your host, Bernard Dennis, and today I'm speaking to Matt Keating of Trill with Wolves about their song, Daylight Tonight. Hello, Matt. Hello. All the way from sunny somewhere in the USA. Uh, I am in the southern, southern Texas here. I'm in uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. So are we are we on the other sides of 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 the world here? Of the pond. Where where, where mean, are you at? No. In Haarlem, <laughs> which is very close to Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Yeah. All right. All right. Amazing. So, before the interview, I sent you a list of questions uh, and you selected three of them for me to ask you at the beginning of the show so we can get to know you better. So, here's the first question. Matt what song is your guilty pleasure? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. You know, uh, my, my guilty pleasure song is uh, Coldplay, Yellow, I think. Um, oh, that's guilty. And yeah, honestly, that's... anything. It is. It is. And honestly, it's anything by, by Coldplay. And I think for the longest period, I just, I just didn't want to like Coldplay. You know, and like they come on the radio and I just, I just like turn, turn the channel. You know, I like, yeah. You know, it, it was just too easy, too easy to listen to. And, and, uh, and then, I don't know, I, at some point here in Texas, we mow our lawns, you know, and, and uh, I try to like listen to an, an album all, all the way through. And I, I chose, you know, somehow Parachutes, their album Parachutes ended up in my, in my music feed. And I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'm going to listen to the album all the way through. And I mm-hmm. did. And I was like, you know what, that's a, Actually, a great album, <laughs> and and I and I became a Coldplay fan after that. Um, and uh, uh, but I I I'm, I'm hesitant to like put it down on my list of influences, you know. But um, but uh, no, I do I do secretly listen to Coldplay quite a bit. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, how long ago was that that you discovered <laughs> Coldplay? Were they already big? Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. Oh, oh no, no. This is like I I you know. Didn't want to watch them when they played at the Super Bowl here. I mean, this is yeah, yeah. this is so I don't know. Maybe like three, three, three years. It was like three years ago. I finally, I finally gave into it, you know, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah, and and seriously listened to stuff that wasn't on the radio, right? But uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, well, they they have some pretty. I mean, if you listen to their albums all the way through, it is it is masterly laid out, and uh, um, they you know they they put together a pretty good CD. I remember when. Coldplay first came out with the song Trouble, uh, which is like the end of the 90s, somewhere in the middle, maybe in the mid 90s. And it was like, wow, this is really amazing. And I think I played their first album, Parachute, to death. The second album as well, which I thought <laughs> yeah. was just fantastic, even yeah. better than the first. It was like, wow. I had, I had, I had this three CD player. Uh, you know, with a multi-CD player. And yeah. almost yeah. all the time, there was at least one of those on that CD player. I just played them all the time. I loved it. <laughs> and and after those two albums, it just became so much of the same for me. It's like, okay, yeah. they found a formula and they've gone with it. And, and then I think it's just yeah. completely uninteresting. And they became huge. And it became a real thing to uh, mock Coldplay and hate them. But in the early days, they did some. Yeah, yeah the early yeah. music is just brilliant. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I don't have any problem with with uh, with Cobb. Well, well, I do now, but I didn't then. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we've destroyed Coldplay myth and kind of destroyed Coldplay as well a little bit. But that is a guilty pleasure. Serious rock and roll artist, Coldplay, not done. You know what I mean? Not anymore. It is. Yeah. Uh, right. So. Um, we go from uh, guilty pleasures to going down the rabbit hole here. But the next for the question that you asked is, what movie would you see again for the first time? Yeah, you know, I was going through some of the list of uh, of uh, questions, and I was like, you know what, that one is so easy 
for me. Um, you know, it, it would uh, definitely be Monty Python, uh, Holy Grail. Uh, that movie, I, I can't, you know, I don't even know when I, when I watched it first. To, to, to be honest, I watched it so many times and it was such a part of my teenage years. <laughs> you know, my, my teenage years with, with my friends. I mean, we watched the movie so much and we quoted it so much. And, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I, actually, I haven't seen it for a while. Um, and uh, so maybe actually if I watch it recently here, it'll, 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 it'd be similar to, to watching it again. But mm-hmm. I, w- I would love to re-experience watching that Monty Python uh, movie again for the fr- and seeing it for the first time. And, you know, I mean, that would be wonderful. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, so, the thing is, um, what, what is it that... Why? What is it that makes it such a? What happened to you on the first time you saw it? I, I think you know. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm a, I'm in my forties, and so um, you know, this was you know probably late eighties, early nineties is when mm-hmm. I watched that for the first time, and so you know, the things that were on television at the at the, at the time were 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 very sick. I mean, it was just you know very structured sitcoms and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of had a I had a structured child, childhood, so watching this group of of adults just go just get loony, and this crazy story just was was just this wonderful world for, for, for me, you know. And, and here, I mean, I think they, I think it was like a by then it was a fifteen year old movie or something, you know. I yeah. mean, it was uh, um, I, uh, so I mean, it had been out for a long time. It's grainy, and you know, and it's you know, I. I um, you know, if you watch it today, you're like, ah, there's better production in, in on some of these YouTube videos, you know, <laughs> you know, but, uh, uh, there is, there is just something, uh, magical about it, the humor. Um, and <laughs> you know, the way it starts, the way it ends, yeah. uh, you know, it is just, it is, it's a, it's a journey, you know, a journey in, mm-hmm. in a type of humor that I find incredibly funny. So. So the question is, do you, I mean, another question slightly is, do you uh, prefer Holy Grail or Life of Brian? I, you know, I, I liked Life of Brian. I did. Uh, I can't say that it had the, the replay value for me personally and my, and, and my group of friends when, when, when I was younger that, that Holy Grail did. And I, to be honest, I can't tell you why, but Holy Grail is 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 my, uh, you know, like I said it's. I mean, probably that movie and um, like Army of Darkness were like the two movies that we watched. I don't know if, if you know, um, you know the the, the Evil Dead Three movie, uh, uh, Army of Sam Raimi's Army of Darkness. But we watched those two movies. I've never seen any of. I don't think I've seen uh, any until of we, until we memorize them. You know. Yeah. 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 Oh no. Oh yeah. No. I don't, no. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm not big into horror films. I'm, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a wuss. Really. Army of Darkness is uh, is more of a comedy. Uh, it's it's hilarious. If if you haven't watched it, I any anyone who has not watched that that that, that movie should stop what they're doing. Go watch. It. All right. Oh, well, that's Bruce Campbell. Uh, that's, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Right. I'm going to stick that in the uh, in the show notes and uh, uh, your recommendations. Army of Darkness. So the last of the three questions. What have you done on yeah. your bucket list? Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I I still have a probably a pretty big bucket list that I'd like to do before you know the the end of all of this. But uh, um, years ago, I was pretty big into Mayan uh, ruins and Mayan culture, and and uh, you know, I'd, I'd read books about it like that. And uh, I mean, this was now. Probably 15, 12, 15 year, years ago, and my wife and I went and uh, visited to call in Guatemala, oh. and uh, you know we ran up and down the you know, where we could the the uh, uh, Mayan temples and um, you know watched the sunrise in Guatemala against a uh, you know up, up up on top of uh, one of the one of the uh, structures, and it was really amazing. And I have not done that since. <laughs> You know, with uh, you know, life gets in the way, and you know, or um, other pri- other priorities, but definitely um, ancient ruins is is something that uh, intrigues me, and I can't wait 
get to a point in my life that, that I have the, and have the resources to be able to kind of make, make, make those trips. Um, and, uh, um, and, and see more of that. So, um, that so was, was something, something that was on my bucket list that I've, yeah. That, that's on your book. So what was it about the Mayan culture in particular that attracted you? You know, I, I don't, I, I don't always understand uh, the things that I'm interested in and why I am, I am interested in them. Um, when I get an, an interest, you know, I, 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 I dive into the subject um, and kind of have an, an obsession <laughs> with it. Uh, and then at some point, uh, I'll decide, you know what, I've kind of read enough about that and I don't want to be an expert in it, but that was really interesting and I'll move on to something else, you know. <laughs> so, so my life is, is full of uh, these mini, um, you know, trying to becoming a mini expert at one of these, at, 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 at these things. And um, I mean, right now, if you tried to ask me something about my cold, I probably couldn't, it's been a number of years, but uh, there was a time that I, I know I had all the, you know, I watched all the National Geographic videos and I would, you know, download anything that, that I could and I'd go to libraries and I'd, you know, I'd, I'd go through, I'd go through books and I, I, there was just, uh, there is just something about human civilization um, you know, the ones we live in today, the ones that existed uh, before, um, that just, I don't know, there's, there's some, something that uh, intrigues me. And I, I, I find that I'm, you know, I'm flipping through the channels and suddenly now, I've, you know, a, you know the, it, Egypt pyramids come up, they, you know, Mayan temples on something, you know, I'll usually stop on that, on that channel and just kind of soak it in until the next commercial comes on, you know, um, so, uh, but, uh, um, uh, so you're a little bit I, uh, obsessive when you get your bit. I, I can be yes. When you get the yes. bit between your yes. teeth, yeah. The song is called Daylight Tonight, and can you tell me a little bit about the song? Uh, it's also on an EP, I think, or an album. Yep. yep. So um, I wrote and recorded. And produced the song. Uh, I, I do uh, credit two other um, co-writers uh, for the song. We, we actually wrote this song a few years ago when I was living in Utah in Salt Lake City. The way I so I I tend to write songs, and I can't finish them. You know, like I get them to like ninety percent, and I just I just can't. As soon as it's get to to a point that's good enough, I, I move on to the to the next song. So I, I I have found over time that I need the help of others to finish to finish songs. So. Rory Boyer, a gentleman and a friend of mine in, in Salt Lake City, and Kelly Ural helped me finish that song a few year, years ago. We were trying to put a band together. didn't work. Then when I found myself here, wanting to keep writing music, um, I reached out to them and said, hey, I'm going to, you know, those songs that, that we worked on, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, re- record and put them under a, a band name of uh, Trill, with, Trill with Wolves. It's essentially a, a band of one, although I am looking at bringing Rory, Rory back in for... Uh, Another project that I'm that I'm working on. So I, I recorded it in this closet here. I'm in my Texas closet. Texas has uh, very large closets in their in their in their houses, larger than anywhere else in, in the U.S. I mean, you recorded all this these these songs in that closet that you're sitting in right now. How big is that closet? It's probably five by fifteen. You know, I, I call it probably five by fifteen. And uh, feet, feet. Yeah, oh yes, feet. I'm in the, the crazy English system, or the, the the crazy American system here. So, um, and uh, no, I I don't I, I I plug. I mean, everything is recorded direct. I'm not plugging into. Uh, I mean, I have a Marshall amp, but I'm not using it um, for for recording. I, I plug my guitars directly in, and then use the uh, the date the DAW you know the modeler that's uh, that that's in there. And I I spent. Weeks, oh, okay. I think, trying to perfect my 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 tone in that modeler to get the the most live or uh, most realistic mm-hmm. live sound, and I, I I thought I did pretty well. And people that that listen to it, I yeah. think uh, they can't tell that I I did just a, a direct 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 line in. Um, but uh, um, but listen for yourself if uh, you know you know see if you can. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, no, I mean, uh, I, I think a lot of mixers uh, probably use line in uh, for from an electric guitar. Uh, 
and 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 use a kind of an amp uh, model, you know, a, a model amp in 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 the system to get the sound. Yeah, uh, because it cuts out all the problems of recording. Yeah, yeah it, you know? it does, um, and and allows you to record in a in a small space here. Um, so I, I I would say that probably my guitar, uh, my guitars are probably the most expensive pieces of uh, of gear that <laughs> that that I have of all the gear that that I have. I kind of went, you know, I'm I, I have leaned towards the, the the cheaper end, but I've been playing long enough that uh, you mm. know I have rewarded myself with with um, nice nice guitars. So uh, I do I, I do enjoy playing a. A uh, a craft instrument for sure, um, and uh, okay. Uh, and which guitars did you use on Daylight? So tonight? I used I so I used uh, two guitars. They're both uh, uh, from a craft guitar maker in Idaho called called Porter. And Porter, mm-hmm. uh, I think, is known more for their pickups. And I I mean, I. I, I can't say through you know I've I've tried a lot of boutique pickups through 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 the years and I can't say that I've ever heard much difference between a, a more expensive boutique pickup and just the a Seymour Duncan Seymour Duncan upgrade I've I've had a hard time distinguishing anything above Seymour uh, Duncan but when I tried Porter it was like wow I mean, for me so I mean everyone's different right with their with their pickups mm-hmm. selection Porter for for me resonated I mean it has this kind of a three you know the 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 distortion for me is it has this like 3D layer to it, uh, and so when they started making gu- guitars, I uh, uh, I bought um, I, I have bought two two of them. I have a, a humbucker model Porter mm-hmm. uh, Crosis um, that has these this like pit guard that you can change out, <laughs> and so you can order like a pit guard with yeah. with pickups in it, and then and then put it in. Um, and I really like their pickups, so that 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 works out for for me. And then I, I also bought one of their uh, other um, um, models that has mini uh, a, a mini humbucker set. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, both really nice, nice guitar. And for the money, um, you know, to to get a, a handmade guitar for the prices that that they offer and all the appointments that they have on there, actually, it's um, you're saving a few thousand dollars compared to other more name brand luthiers. So, um, highly, highly, highly recommend. I'm not affiliated with them. <laughs> but I uh, highly recommend Porter um, Porter Porter products, um, and I recorded it on my on my iMac on using GarageBand and a uh, an, an M Audio interface, and I didn't think it was going to turn out all that great. And then I started really liking the way that it was sounding. I went, "Wow, you know what? I think I'm going to record uh, a few more songs this way." And, uh, and 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 put them on an EP and actually put, try to put it on the on the Spotify and the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's how all of that came came about. I, I released a uh, an an EP called Resonant Chatter. That's yeah. uh, that came out in October, and that is the and Daylight Tonight is the first song on that on that album. So um, the song is about. Uh, Nostalgia and regret, and you know, I, I am somebody that um, you know, can sometimes get preoccupied with uh, the past and ruminating on, <laughs> you know, all these things I regret. Oh, why did I say this? I don't know. I I I, I can get in in my head uh, really really quickly, and it keeps me from being being present. You know, yeah. um, and so. This song for me, and I'm going to probably use more words to describe the song than there are words in in the song, um, you know. But uh, uh, the song for me is is a reminder to myself about um, how I get it this way, and the way that I I have broke I, I break this cycle um, is that, and you know, I haven't done this in a while. But when I was when I was younger, for for sure, I would I would I'd stay up all night and I'd watch the sunrise, you know, and uh, uh, there's something about up all night watching the sunrise to really ground you on the surf yeah. and put in to put your life and everything in, in perspective. I, and and it, and it's different than going to sleep and waking up before the sunrise and going out. And I don't know. There, there's just something about 
staying up, thinking about things, watching the the uh, sunrise. And so daylight tonight, that's what that's a a, a reference of. Uh, and some of the, the lyrics are, you know, um, daylight tonight, I need daylight tonight, you know, we'll see, you know, so just reference that, hey, we're going to stay up all night tonight and get regrounded um, in, in, in the present, stop worrying about what, what, what happened yesterday. So, um, that's, that's what I try to capture in the song. I mean, I think, like I said, I mean, I, I, when I write songs, I tend to try to be only as, as, complicated as I need or you know I try to keep it as simple as it as it need, needs to be and there's a fine line of being too simple um, or or hitting that 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 perfect s- simplicity right um, so um, so uh, you know a lot of my songs are you know sometimes I'll, 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 I'll grab a phrase and repeat that over and over again you know but uh, um, but I try to when I write the song and record the song think about uh, you know what the song means to me, and try to get that emotion into the song, into my vocals, into the way that uh, I'm playing. So, um, all all of that is is encapsulated in the song as I was recording it and writing the lyrics and and uh, recording lyrics. But uh, uh, it, it was a pretty good experience. I uh, uh, you know I think for me and and really for anybody that's doing bedroom. Re- recording, you know, I, I'll 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 throw out a um, product that I use that for me made the difference in, in in my sound. I'm not affiliated with this at all, but it's the um uh, and, and there's lots of different packages out there for mixing and mastering. But I used the uh, uh, the Slate Digital uh, monthly access pass, and you get like a whole slate of of apps that interface with your AW and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's re- like I, it completely changed the way I was able to uh, finish a song and put a layer of quality on on, on this. Now, granted, if you listen to it, you're, I mean, it's not. Um, I mean, it's not really hot. I mean, you can tell that somebody recorded this in their, you know, in their in their in, in, in their bedroom. But it clearly is probably the best bedroom recording that I've I have I had I've done to date. So yeah. I was I was I was pretty happy with the way that it that it that it, that it sounded. Um, so I uh, highly recommend yeah. the Slate Digital uh, products. Uh, and then they just interface with uh, because you're using GarageBand. So or yeah, so I was, I was using or... GarageBand. So actually, actually, this is kind of even funny. So I was um, so actually, they, uh, Slate Digital doesn't support GarageBand, uh, <laughs> but it, it, I found out that it did work on on an older version of of GarageBand. Oh, so. Okay. I happened to have an old. I, I I was on like this 2011 Mac. I was using this old 20, 2011 Mac. I had an old version of of GarageBand, and so I had to be sure because Apple doesn't like you using old versions of things. So every day it'd come up, you know, you know here. Oh, you're you're update today, and I'd be very very sure not to hit the update button. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I'd be on the new version that didn't interface, and I'd have to go buy Logic, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to make the switch to Logic, and yeah. you know. I, I have officially so for my new recording. I mean, I have some some new music in the in in the works, and uh, I did make the switch to Logic because um, I, w- I was having some some uh, compatibility issues with some of these these apps that I wanted to, uh, to use. So I had to get off the 2011 version of Roger, <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it was. I so it is. I mean, yeah. There's a uh, it, this this album was was. Pieced together. Um, I'm surprised. Like I said I, I'm, I'm surprised it sounded. I mean, not to um, toot my own horn, but I, I thought I, I actually with the with the tools that I had, uh, it actually has uh, actually sounds 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 pretty good. And if I can make that sound pr- pretty good, then anyone can. So, um, well, I, I think um, sure. what I noticed, and I, you know, I speak to a, well, obviously now I speak to a lot of DIY artists, and uh, the tools are not really so important. They don't really define the song, you know, because the tools these days are just so good, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, and and the access to mixing and uh, all sorts of services is just phenomenal. I mean, I had a guy mixed with our last single was mixed by a guy in Canada, and you know, just sent the files to him, and he sent, you know, and it's like so so easy. But that's not really that important, I think. There are just so many great songs. No, there are so many songs out there that are perfectly polished and well produced, but don't resonate. Or you know, there's nothing right. there. It's it's true. 
and 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 that's what I, I you know yeah. I kind of you know what I'm like is I kind of pick these songs and, and Daylight Tonight was one of them. It's kind of instantly like oh yeah oh yeah this is this is cool this I like this this is kind of it, it's it's completely unique in itself you know I I keep trying to think oh, this I'm, sounds I'm like this sounds, it. It sounds like something and I just can't really bring it down to anything you know I can kind of it's kind of a uh, basically rock and roll. Uh, yeah, riff and 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 groove, and this kind of um, what I like about it is that it's very. I don't even know if it's intentional, but it has this kind of feeling of being on a train. Ding, 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 the, the, the groove is like that's the first thing I thought of. Is like yeah. it's like being on a train. So I, I have a yeah. No, it's funny that that you say. I, I actually a lot of my my the way I play guitar. Um, it's a little bit. I don't know. I'm self-taught, and and I do. Um, I I like to like slap these the, the strings a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, so I a lot of my songs have these 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 odd rhythms to to them. Maybe not odd, but just it's a kind of a you know kind of a jerky rhythm to it. But uh, but it it works in this song, and 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 when it works in the song, I I use that style. Um, I, have a, I have another song that I kind of use that. That style on too on the on the EP, um, uh, but uh, this one for sure kind of it's it's a kind of a uh, jangly riff that uh, uh, that is a uh, uh, a little bit jerky in in the you know, I usually like to have kind of like this this jerky verse, but then I kind of sing smoothly over it, and and the mix of those two um, kind of you know your your uh, I I find that that. Uh, my ear likes likes the combination of that. So, if other people's ears like it, I, that'd be great. You know. Well, well, these ears like it, I, I, and as I said, because it's right. so unique, right. it's so unique um, that sound, and it's uh, although it's kind of fits very well within that kind of genre, you know, rock. It's just like a bigger rock and roll song. Eh? It's like blues, rock and roll, uh, that kind of groove in it. But because of this rhythm, it's almost like a. Uh, I wouldn't even know how to describe it. It's like a, it's like just like a railroad. Just, yeah, and it, it, it's just like that feeling of being on a train. So I, I, I kind of got this idea that you know it's my interpretation that it was about something like that, but it's absolutely nothing to do with that at all. Obviously, <laughs> just, just, what, just what I got out of it. So you know, um, you you mentioned something. You mentioned something earlier about about how many, how much, how powerful the tools are, and. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, and I, that resonated with me because I mean, there's if there's something that I try to do when I pre- record is that I, I mean, I, I prefer uh, to try to make the sound as as raw as raw and 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 mm-hmm. unprocessed as possible. Mm-hmm. That hop happens to also align with my budget, you know. So yeah, you know, that works. You know, works. but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I try to make the most of what I have. You know, so but um, but. I, you know, I I think I am still conflicted to this day, and maybe because I'm a little bit, I'm you know I'm a little bit older, um, and you know back in the in in the '90s when I started playing guitar and people were using auto auto tune, that was something I was like, oh, you're cheating, you know? I mean, you're uh-huh. you're 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 you clearly can't sing this, you know? And and today, it's like if there's a, I can't listen to the radio without without hearing. I mean, I can I. You, you can hear it, right? I mean, if, yeah. if you're attuned to it, you can hear the auto tuning, and it's and it sounds this weird robot kind of weird, you know, or just for like a note or something, you know. And and I, you know, I I think I would sound better. I think my 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 voice on on these songs would sound better if I if I chose use an auto tune program. I I have chose I have purposely decided not to use them, um, but because of that, you know, I you know as I was. Putting the album album out, I think that was the, the number one response back I got back from uh, from 
podcasters, you know, uh, or uh, 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 bloggers, I wanted to try to get to re- review my song. Was they, you know, they they would say, yeah, the the, the vocals aren't aren't up to modern modern quality. And and so to me, it was, you know, it's like, okay, well, do I, you know, do I on my next album do do I you know put my my vocals on yeah. on, on a uh, you know, it's like, do I buy an auto tune app or do I stay true to, to my original? Uh, I sometimes you know, feeling how, I, I, I personally, I personally think yeah. it's, you know, I sometimes wonder how Bob Dylan and now. Neil Young would have fared in the in today's market, you know, because neither know. of those guys can sing. Oh my gosh, yeah. Very, they haven't got great I voices, know. but it's like everybody's fixated, and that's what I mean because everything is so perfect and so polished, and then that's kind of the bar that you have to get over, but it actually. It can destroy your music. You know, it yeah. can really destroy yeah, the soul of what, what so. you're doing. Um, I mean, about tuning, I, I don't have such a big problem with tuning vocals, but there's like and there's an auto tune with this like share effect. You know, this like vibrato kind of in and out of tune, which is <laughs> just horrible. Just whenever I hear a song with that kind of, uh, it's like a skip. You know, I don't want to, but we've. I I use tuning as well. You know, when I'm mixing um, my own vocals or my, you know, my partner's vocals, and you have to do it with a, you know, just be a little bit subtle with it. You know, and and there are sometimes you're just below the note or you're waving a little bit, just tighten it in a little bit. Just it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to take the, the you know edge off. That's some that's some good input. Because I, you know, I mean, I, and to be honest, I'm not sure if I just didn't want to spend the money or if, uh, you know, <laughs> I wanted to see if I can put this out w- without that. But, but I mean, some of the, the things that you're saying, I mean, it, 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 it could be something, I mean, it could be a valuable tool to me or, or to others, right? That, uh, um, that are trying just, just to put a, a final polishing touch on, on, uh, on a, on a, on, yeah, on something. Yeah. So I, I'm still thinking about it for, for my future work, you know, so. Well, I would say wait we'll till, uh, wait till Black Friday. And and buy uh, <laughs> yeah because yeah, uh, yeah. I bought I bought um, I, I would not have bought one huh? I wouldn't have bought one because it's incredibly expensive and uh, I was looking around and and somebody tipped me on uh, about Black Friday it's an American thing I mean it's like it's, it's gonna come over to Europe now and it's a big thing but you know it Has came it? from oh, no. yeah it's like oh I just uh, I'm allergic to it but anyway it came over Black Friday <laughs> and I was like oh I'm sorry. I don't will, worry. I will. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not real. Not yeah. your fault. Because it really, it really pissed me off because I just bought Isotope RX8, which is like a, a cleaning editor, and it cost me like 120 dollars or 120 euros, and it was on sale on Black Friday for 29. It's like two weeks after I bought it for 120. Are you kicking yourself for it? Yeah. 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 But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the Waves. Uh, tuning software, which looks a little bit like the kind of the Melodyne auto tune, no? and it works really, yeah. really well. I think it was like 50, 50 euros, which is, you know, I didn't even have to think twice about it. Like, which one did you get? I was looking at. I was looking at Melodyne. Yeah, I was looking at Melodyne. Yeah. It, is, it is a little pricey, but uh, which one did you yeah. get? Waves. 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 Um, and send you. I'll send you the. I can send you the details afterwards. Uh, don't buy it now because okay. okay. it's too expensive. But wait till like. I don't know. You, you, they're always sales. They're selling this stuff. They probably sell it all the time for that kind of money. But keep an eye on it, and uh, you know, I will. I will check it out. Yeah. When's the next big holiday? So I, you know, East, probably. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we'll, 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 we have Valentine's Day coming up here. So, yeah, <laughs> we digress. Uh, so back, back to the soul and energy of the song. The other thing, I mean, the other thing I try to do. Um, is uh, you know sitting at home in in your in your home studio you have or I, I guess any any studio you have an infinite number of tries get it get it right you know if you're yeah. doing it if you're doing it one instrument at at a time right and I I really think that that also removes the soul or putting the same loops in you know finding finding that little section that oh that was perfect you yeah. know and looping that that out I can't say I I, I don't do that sometimes you know but. I try, I try, try to to get you know even if there's some small mistakes in it, I I I tried to take my best take of three, and yeah. if I can't if I didn't do it in three, then I, then, I, then I come back l- later when my energy's back up because it, it's it 
you know, doing it over over and over again just just depletes <laughs> the fun. Well, I mean, it, it yeah, depletes the fun and, and, and to try to get it perfect. Yeah, I and I honestly think that real music, really, I mean, I like live music because it has the mistakes and the nuances and the and and the you know the personality of of the person in that moment playing, and uh, you know so you don't you don't always get get that. You know, you know, piece of it. You get the most polished, perfect version when you when you buy when you buy the album, right? Um, yeah. and, and there's something you know beautiful about the perfect the perfect version as well. But I, I, I always tended to like the, the um, to see the, the artists I like in in person to kind of to, to hear how they interpreted these these perfect songs live yeah. live on, yeah. on on stage, right? So, I mean, it'd be a problem for you uh, to play these live, like four instruments being played at the same time. Yeah, it would. It would not. It'd be something that I'm looking to do uh, anytime soon. Um, you know, I would. I, yeah, I mean, if at some point, if I ever built up a, a fan base that wanted to see a a web show, I could. I could certainly, um, you know, play and sing live, and then have whatever I'm not playing and singing. You know, track. You know, but uh, yeah. um, uh, or you know, but uh, uh, I'm always looking for. My next failed band, you know. So, uh, who knows? <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, well, uh, and that would be that would be yeah. called Trill with Wolves or uh, your band. So, uh, Trill. I mean, Trill with Wolves. I I really like uh, that name, and to me, that that name is um, you know, it's it's. Uh, I mean, the music that I write truly is the me playing out. Some of these demons in in my head, the wolves, and I'm and I, you know, I I, uh, I gained my sanity through life by getting some of these these songs out of out of out of out of my head. So that's the that's the the reason for that name. Um, and uh, I'll probably stick with that name for anything that I do on on my own. And and who knows, maybe maybe in 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 the future, there's there's a Oh, I, I put the other band around that, but uh, I, I I don't have that on the agenda now. Now I'm I'm really just focused on on uh, trying trying to write some more some more mm-hmm. music under that under that moniker. So okay, um, I mean you know you you just touched very quickly on uh, building a fan base, and uh, I, I think how are you going about that, and how is that going? Where <laughs> how's it going? Well, I, you know. I'm not much of a publicist myself. You know, I'm I'm not a big marketer. Um, you know, I'm a I'm an engineer in my day job, not a music engineer, industrial type of en- engineer. So I, you know, and I have a family, and uh, you know, the music I write, I I would love for other people to hear it and and enjoy it. I I uh, didn't really have a budget for publicity this this time around, but I think I I will try to do a little bit more of that. I can't say that I have a commer- any commercial ambition for anything that I'm that I'm writing. I mean, I think I even have on my Bandcamp site that if you buy the album, I'm 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 going to donate whatever. Now, granted that there's I've only sold you know the family, <laughs> you, know, you know, right now. So you know, I mean, there's like 15 bucks that I'll give to you know I'll put towards some some charity donation here, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this to pay the bills. I'm, I'm doing it because I, I enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. there was a time in my life I, I, I was maybe hoping I could, you know, turn, uh, turn my, my love for music and songwriting into a, uh, a, 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 a career, but, uh, you know, that, that time has passed now. And, uh, and now, uh, I think it would be incredibly, you know, if if I had some of the pressures that I have have today, you know, and and knowing about what I have to try to either write or try to get people to, to listen to, I, I think, you know, I, I I think that would have a a, a impact on on the, on the art, right? So, um, I, I so I mean, it, and I mean, not that I would turn down you know musical fame and and uh, you know and fortunes that would ensue yeah. from a future. Future release, but uh, that's that's not my goal. Yeah. So, but but um, you know, if people want to, <laughs> you know, I, I completely understand. Um, uh, I'm in this kind of a similar situation. Uh, I'm also an, uh, a scientist uh, in my day job, 
Um, so I have a day job, and then that finances the rest. That finances the the hobbies of podcasting yep. and music. The uh, hobby. At the moment, yeah. yeah. Yep. My 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 ambition to uh, to grow it into something that I can uh, live off, or at least partly, uh, in the future. Um, and that's part. Of, well, that's part of the why I'm doing the podcast. Try and grow attention not only to to me, but also for uh, other artists, but primarily for our own band, which is the way I think, okay, um, to reach out to other artists, maybe collaborate with, or, you know, just, just to try and grow our audience. Um, to kind of using the guests to grow. <laughs> Not really, but, you know, but, uh, yeah. but well, well, yeah, but also to give, it started out with, a, with, a, with just picking music and saying, this is what we like, you know, try and generate content. And it grew into a bit of a side show for me, actually, to do podcasting. Yeah, I, that. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. What I was going to say is, you know, if, you know, uh, where are you on the internet that you're, you know, you, you have a presence on the internet and uh, what I, is it that you're doing to generate interest? But I do have a Facebook. Girl with Wolves uh, is a, a Facebook page. And you can uh, go join and like. Um, and I also have a band cap. So, I mean, you said uh, you're on your next uh, uh, release, you, you've got some release material you're working yeah. on now that you're going to bring out in the yeah. future, or how's, what's, well, how's my, that look? My, my plan is to try to release something at least, at least once a year, and, and maybe even every six, six, to, eight, six to eight months, and it, that's either will be a, you know, two to three songs, or four to five song EP, or two, two to three song single. Um, uh, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I, you know, I, I have this four-song EP, and I think because uh, you know it's, it, it's sometimes hard to get someone to listen to four songs. Um, it may be easier to get someone to listen to one or two songs. So I'm, I'm actually thinking about about uh, my my next release to be, um, be just be a, a like a two-song single. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm working on those now with uh, my friend Rory, Rory uh, in Salt Lake City, and we managed to. <laughs> He bought Logic, and I bought Logic, and we figured it out <laughs> pretty easy to send 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 files back back and forth. And um, I'm you know I am predominantly writing music, and Rory is my musical consultant and 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 bassist. Um, so uh, I'll send him uh, my riffs and some some of my singing melody. He sends back uh, some bass lines and some other uh, interesting ideas for me to to play around with, and then I. Kind of piece it, and I, you know, try to piece it, you know, play the Tetris game and piece a a a, a song together with uh, with uh, all these parts. So, um, and I did upgrade for this. Like, and I I got an upgraded Mac, and I have Logic. I have this new fancy microphone, um, and uh, and uh, uh, a warm audio pre- uh, uh, preamp. So I'm excited that that's gonna. Uh, uh, improve my overall sound sound quality for for these for these future releases and yeah it's a you know it, it it's an expensive hobby you know <laughs> you know so every 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 once in a while I got to yeah. throw down a little bit of uh, of uh, money and plan carefully about what exactly I need so that I don't make an expensive mistake you know but uh, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited I'm I'm hoping to have these two songs done by. I don't know. Uh, probably by prob- probably by May. I, you know, I have like fifteen to thirty minutes a day. Okay. You know, yeah. to really work on this stuff, and and so it does take it does take a uh, uh, a little while for me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I suppose with collaborating with somebody else is also in kind of time pressure to get something done, so the other person can work on it. That's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Rory, uh, I mean, Rory and I are pretty, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if I, you know, I, I, I have no problem badgering him, you know, about, um, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I got, hey, tonight, you know, it's Friday night, Saturday night, I got like two hours, you know, you know, please, hey, send me that file back, you know, you know, can, you know, can you, can you, you know, can you get it done? Because <laughs> if, if, if I miss tonight, it'll be another two weeks before I really can, can, can work on it again, you know, so, yeah, yeah, badger each other on that. 
and and he works he has his own band there now and and so like i said he is a um that's for him as a as a as a composition consultant and bassist <laughs> so mm-hmm. but it's fun i i and, and do you have a drum no i've just been uh using uh you know kyle from uh garage band or, or from you know the uh the uh kyle the garage band drummer you know I'm like Kyle. Yeah, I think yeah, I need it yeah. to be softer, and yeah, softer, actually, but more complex. You know, and and I move that, and I move that ball. You know, so, uh, and to be honest, I, you know, when they when the GarageBand added that drummer function, it was like this. I was suddenly relieved that that I was. I mean, it, it's a very power, power powerful tool, and if I was a drummer, I'd be really upset about it personally. You know, because uh, um, you know, drummers are sometimes, in my experience, hard hard to come by. They're even harder to sometimes bring get to get to show up to band practice. Even harder to get to, to sit for a recording session. You know, so um, and it sounds it sounds you know there's quite a bit of flexibility and it's really intuitive to be able to put those those drum tracks together on on Logic or or uh, or, a, or GarageBand. It's it's pretty it's almost too easy. You know, so. Um, yeah, so all the all the drums that, that you hear on yeah. this track, uh, that is all that's all electronic, and I mean, I I chopped it up and you know, you know determined the fills and you know the softness and complexity, right? You know, of of each of, of each section, but uh, but it's yeah, not a real yeah. drummer. Yeah, and then, you know the way that the drum programs are now is that you can. Uh, go down to every single hit and decide how hard it's going to be, or whether it's, you know, a fraction of a millisecond before or after the. You know, so it's kind of got that kind of feel of a live yeah. drummer, you know. But that's if you really want to get into micro uh, uh, programming of the drums. But you know, you can do it on every. You know, in GarageBand, you you can do it. You know, you can change every single drum beat. You know, to have a, to be either harder or, or or louder or softer or harder or softer. You know, uh, it, 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 you can give it that kind of live, real person feel. Yeah, it is. It is. It's pretty incredible where the technology's gone, and you know, to have that as a fr- you know free program that comes with your free comes with your expensive computer. But um, yeah, yeah. Right, so we've got kind of coming to the end of the interview. Um, but before we uh, sign off, uh, I always like to ask the guests what their favorite song is at the moment. What is it that they're listening to that they think everybody else should be listening so, to? So, you know, I, uh, I have, uh, I go on Submit Hub. I don't know if you do you use, do you go on to the Submit Hub? I, I, once I discovered that site, it was like, oh my god, I can't stay off. I can't stay off of this thing. I love doing the. I mean, because you get the credits if you do the reviews, and you know. And so I was like, man, I I love doing yeah. these reviews and uh, and giving my feedback, and and oh, they're going to give me credits to then spend for my reviews, and you know. So great site. I love that site. Um, uh, and so uh, one uh, you know a, a band that has recently come across that I really liked, um, and I. I I think they're new. I actually don't know a, a lot about them. Uh, they're called Cowboy Destroy, uh, and uh, they uh, uh, they have a song called uh, West Coast Heart that I really like, and I, I recommend check checking them out. They have a very very raw again, you know, it's it's that raw emotive, unfiltered sound that I just mm-hmm. I, just, I just love. And uh, um, uh, if, if that's what you like, you'll 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 like the song. So um, check it out. Yeah, I will do. Right, Cowboy yeah. Destroy. Yeah, and the song is called West Coast. Yeah. West Coast. They, they just put out. A, I mean, I don't know anything about them to be honest. Uh, but uh, um, they they did. There's a they have a demo called Demolition that just that just came out on. Uh, uh, it, it's on Spotify. Um, and uh, there's there's a few songs. And uh, on, honestly, I I like uh, a number of their songs on that on that on that album. Uh, but that one particularly, that one particularly stood out to me. Uh, it was it's a it's a it's a fun rock and roll song. Right. Well, we'll check right. it out. Okay. Well, um, 
Matt, uh, just like to say that you know, it's the uh, kind of the end. I think um, just like to say thank you very much for joining me on this Friday evening, giving up your precious time for making music to talk to me. Yeah, so thanks very much. It's been a very enjoyable yeah, yeah. chat, and uh, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what yeah, next. No, thanks for reaching out. This was a this was a good time. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you come away with an appreciation of the creative process and, more importantly, have found your new favorite song. All of the songs featured in the show are on our Spotify playlist, the Enron's New Favorites, and you can find all the links mentioned in the podcast in the show notes below. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please hit the subscribe button. You can support us to keep the podcast independent and ad-free by signing up to our Buy Me A Coffee page, This can be a one-off donation for the price of a cup of coffee or a monthly subscription for less than a cup of coffee per week. Our monthly subscribers get access to our private Discord channel where you can hang out with us and other fans of independent music. Next week, I'll be talking to Ed Eagle about building an online community of independent artists and the influence of mental illness on his song, It's Fine. Thanks for listening and see you next week. See you next week.